Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with Morris Sachs. How you doing, MB? <sighs> Friday night. <sighs> September is upon us, my friend. It's dark. It's cool. It was a dark and stormy night. Ah. <laughs> are you uh are you doing something for the weekend? Uh I am. Can you share or would you is it private? You can nah, you can nah. uh, I'm taking the wife downtown, my wife and lovely daughter to brunch at um oh. Pasties. All right. Ooh. So I've heard that's you know, I've heard that's the thing to do. Um wow. Wow. Yeah, you know, so the Hamptons house was uh, being used by somebody else. You already uh, subletted it out. Yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's so, yeah. great. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love pasties. Okay, good, good. That's this is I... the new iteration. Exactly. Yes, yes. correct. Yes. Yep. The uh, I ate there uh, six, eight weeks ago. Okay. With one of my real estate buddies. It's good. Excellent. It's good. really good. The uh, I'd say the one thing that's probably changed was you couldn't, order a cocktail and then order dinner. You had to like order everything at once. Okay. Because you like they had something with New York. But, right, uh, right, right, right. You know, right. they took the temperature. And, uh, yeah, okay. But I'm, I think it's probably toned down a bit. But uh, um, Yeah, we'll manage. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's fan- yeah, I'm looking fantastic. forward to that. Yep. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, we're just hanging around. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, youngest daughter, I think, is coming up tomorrow with her dog that I am very fond of. And mm-hmm. then uh, Sunday, the middle daughter's coming up. And uh, that's the uh, – actually, tomorrow is Cheryl's birthday. Oh, excellent. Nice. Yes. yes I got her a card. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay. I, I got her vacuum last year. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Boy, did that cheer her yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Thank you. Oh God. So mm-hmm. to tell you to tell you about how it is around this house. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and uh, we had a, a couple from down the street for, mm-hmm. over for dinner. So she was getting everything ready, and so I'm sitting at the uh, kitchen table, just staying out of the way, right? Because mm-hmm. you know how gifted yep. I am in the kitchen, right? And uh, so I just making small talk, and of course I said, "Oh, you know, September first, they're mailing me my buckle for Leadville." Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, "Hopefully, I'll get in a day or two. And she just kind of nodded, like mm-hmm. she's had enough of the Leadville. Right? <laughs> and, uh, and I said, "So tell me, is that the kind of buckle that you wear around, or is it the kind of buckle that you put on the credenza?" And she's like, "You don't wear that buckle around." Oh. I said, well, uh, I've seen people wear them around. Mm-hmm. And she says, like who and like where? <laughs> and I said, well, John and Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she says, yeah, but they got the big buckle. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So I struck her. Okay. And, yeah, um, right. Got her back in line. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm. Which, which reminds me. I mean, you saw all the horrific things in the news this week. Obviously, mm. the most frightening and disappointing was that poor Elizabeth Holmes, the victim. I know. Yeah. If she gets off, if she gets off. Oh, that. <laughs> 
that that uh, that dog don't hunt. Mm-mm. Man, uh, can I get a prediction on that? You think she skates on that? Zero. It's a, it, no okay. chance. Okay, thank you. F. Okay, got it. Okay, all right. Because I, I, I uh, thought long and hard about that. Uh, you know? I mean, look, I, I never write mm-hmm. options, right? Mm-hmm. That's just not my thing. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know how they go with that one with a okay. straight face. Okay. Thank you. You know, um, mm-hmm. I do. I understand. But uh, actually, uh, I'm making light of something. I was mortified. No bullshit. The amount of rain that came down, was it two nights ago? Oh yeah, people, yeah. people drowned. Oh yeah, in their apartments. Incredible, I know. Not like, not like fucking around drowning. Yeah, like dead. Oh yeah, find found them today. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. So uh, I just, so we've lived in this house twenty five years. Okay, and every year that went by when we moved in, we found another place where like water was coming in the house. Oh right? yeah, of course. So I mean, I put at least eight different systems in to keep the basement from flooding. Mm -hmm. So it was like another normal day around here, right? But Mm -hmm. I mean, I threw every technology known to mankind at this thing. Mm -hmm. Today, uh, Jonas swung by and we went for a ride. And um, we went over to Riversville. And normally I go up Riversville. He said he wanted to stop by a friend's house. So the guy, Jonas's friend, lives just off of Riversville off this little spur that's next to a creek. And the friend is like out of the country or something. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he asked Jonas to go by. This house, okay, we opened the front door. The water in the main part of the house was at least up to the five-foot level. Amazing. So all of the furniture was displaced. Oh, yeah. And uh, the house is a teardown. Oh, I mean, it's Amazing. you can tell that there was yeah. uh, waste, you know, like the brown water, wastewater. Yep, yep. I mean, it, the the thing, it, it's unfit for human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe oh it. Oh my god. Yeah, and that's not the yeah. shore. That's not down at the shore. That's not coastal flooding. That is backcountry up at whatever four hundred, five hundred oh, feet above. Yeah, yeah creek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Cheryl has a friend who's. Uh, Husband is a listener, uh, economist in a big, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. A big bank. Mm-hmm. Apparently, water in their basement up to this basement ceiling. Oh, you know, oh, she yeah. was in tears. Uh, showing over there to try and help with the pump and something like that. But uh, oh, yeah, just frightening amount of water. Yep, I and know. Then you you saw the pictures of like the New York subway. Forget it. Yeah, I saw it. It looked like Niagara Falls on the four line. Um, yeah. I mean, Metro North was closed all day today. Um, yeah, and that's a once every, you know, allegedly a once every five hundred year storm or whatever, you know. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like a three. The, mo- the models, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. The so here, this is that. what I, 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 I'm always hesitant to opine on things like this because when when there's been tragedies and life life is lost, you know, you it's hard. Mm-hmm. People find it easy to get offended. So I heard. Somebody said the damage was like thirty to fifty million dollars or something like that on the radio. Did you hear this? More, I would think more. more. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't yeah. believe it. Okay. It's, it's not more. But what struck me as odd is they're talking, and this will never happen. But they're talking about making infrastructure changes to protect against the five hundred year flood. 
Okay. Well, yeah. I, you know, there's no amount of money. No, no. What are you going to, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Uh, Good, that's, fun to talk about. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that was, uh, yeah. that was pretty depressing this week. Yeah. To see, yeah. Uh, no, it's been brutal. To see that happen. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. on a lighter note, um, mm-hmm. uh, I've had the good fortune this week of having uh, a couple of people I know that I bumped into say they listened to the show. Which is frightening. Uh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm always a little bit surprised. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like you, I'm always trying to figure out uh, how we can do this a little better, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, we're both A types. And, you know, if you're not moving forward, you're. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys, I said, so so tell me, what is it you liked? What is it you didn't like? And he said, well, okay, so last week I really liked the story about how when you get to eleva- elevation, it makes you urinate. Mm-hmm. I said, really? He says, yeah, I didn't understand that the pH of your body changes and by expelling things out of your body. Uh it gets your body back in harmony. And he said, I really enjoyed that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So uh, what else did you like? And he's like, that thing with the e-bike. He's like, uh, what kind of idiot shows up to a bike ride <laughs> with an electric bike? I'm like, okay, that's good. That's good. I said, what did you think about the way I kind of weave that story about Afghanistan and the Merton mm-hmm. paper and, and – in mm-hmm. economics, things take longer. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's like, fine. Okay, awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and uh, true story. Yeah. Um, so, But what struck me as odd is three people in the last seven days have asked me how we got the name Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. Mm. And I thought we explained that. 100%. Okay. We did. So, yeah, so I'm not. We're not going to chew our cud twice, right? Mm-mm, nope. It's in the lot. It's in the vault, and they can go back. The vault is accessible. Okay. So, uh, you saw the payroll number today, huh? And I'm also on record in the vault, rolling my eyes and expressing my disgust at these numbers, and this is why. Lay it on me. Well, first of all, they missed it. How far, how much did they miss it by? Okay. So what? Uh, Order uh, magnitude of three. Come on. I mean, (laughs) some people said a million. Some people said 250,000. Yeah. Yeah. So number one, they missed it like they do every week. So we'll go back and revise it. Um, and then what? And then so what? We spent all all morning talking about it, but what what's the what's the point? So so what's the what of it? And 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 the what and so what? What's the what and what's the so what of of the numbers? Because I think that everyone that wanted a job, that needed a job has found it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's people sitting on the sidelines collecting. All right, what's the federal unemployment bonus? That's another three hundred bucks. You, I don't think three hundred bucks a week or whatever that is, twelve hundred bucks a month, is making a difference to people that are sitting waiting to get jobs. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a mismatch. I think the they need ten computer tech guys and they have ten guys that worked on a GM assembly line. All right, I think you have that kind of mismatch. And I think you have guys that retired that aren't going back to the GM assembly line. And there's kids that aren't ready for the computer tech job. Yeah. So there you go. Well, um, 
So I saw this uh, chart. I think I sent it to you. I might have sent it to you. I'm not sure. But uh, it was put out by the Tax Foundation. Okay. And how's that website of ours coming? You got that all dialed in, right? So mm-hmm. we can put, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if they visit you, you, got some, <laughs> you got top men working on that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like who? AI. Top. Then. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I'll try and explain this, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe you want to sign language mm-hmm. while we're doing okay. this. Okay, all right. Um, so uh, they compared um, a family of four in Georgia, okay, who had an earnings annual earnings of sixty thousand dollars, before pre-COVID. Okay? Got it. Post-COVID. Their package between the COVID relief, unemployment benefits, and child tax credit, they're earning $70,000. I believe it. So you know that, Uncle Charlie? Mm-hmm. You show me the incentives, I'll show you the behavior. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think that's part of the thing. I think clearly, as you point out, it's a skills mismatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a couple of people uh, very close to me that – are uh, let's say mid to late fifties, and they were on the beach, kind of figuring out what was next, and their portfolios have gone up so much in earnings wow. that they're like, I'm not going to bother. You know, why do I need Boom. to go to work? Yep. Imagine so, that. Yep. Uh, by the way, I you know being uh, 61, uh, next year I can start claiming Social Security benefits. Mm-hmm. I think I get. 2400 bucks is that a i guess that's a month yeah that's a that, month that's yeah. not a week is it no 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 please there'll uh, be nothing left for me are you sitting down <laughs> i got some news i don't want to know oh my god they're not running a tight they're not running a tight ship down there you know right. there's, there's nothing you know it's just like <laughs> It's just a journal entry. I mean, there's no. <laughs> this is. Oh my God. So, yeah. Uh, well, here we are. I, I looked at the payroll number. I'd like mm-hmm. to spend a couple of minutes talking Please. about that because yeah. it, I know. That's what the people I, pay the big bucks for. They do. And by the way, before I break into the payroll number, I have a feeling we have a serious demographic mismatch. Like, I think it's like 98% male, mm. 2% female. Okay. And um, I don't know. What, what can we do about that? I'll talk to the Holy Spirit, okay? How is Kathy? <laughs> I don't. Can we move on to the payroll number? Okay. We, all right. We got okay. 40 minutes before we screw around. <laughs> It's the it's the it's the Labor Day show. We have a, <laughs> all right. So let's talk about labor uh, and the number. <laughs> so um, the thing that I'm focusing on is that um, I'm sticking to my guns here. I've been saying for a while, as you mentioned again last week, that I felt like once the sugar high is extinguished, the economy is going to start to roll over. And I think that's that's sort of where we're at now. the The big chat was that uh, the Delta variant is what pushed the payroll number weaker. 
I, I think that there's enough of a lag in this stuff that I don't think that really bled into the number that much. I, I, I think I they've got these seasonal adjustments are kind of mm-hmm. screwed up. And, uh, you know, what we just said about the family making 70 grand versus 60 grand. And uh, so it looks like the rest of the stimulus stuff is over the end of this month, end of mm-hmm. September. Yep. So we'll start to get some better numbers as time goes by, but, uh, I, I just, it seems to me that, uh, the consumption patterns have changed. People's willingness to take risk has changed. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we're going to be looking at some, some pretty slow economic growth going forward. Um, today was really peculiar because, uh, Truth be told, I, I wasn't at my post at 8.30 mm. when the number was released. I was out uh, riding my bike. But I, but I did get back by 10. And okay. uh, so uh, the number was much, much weaker, as we discussed. The unemployment rate fell to 5.2. But the... Um, uh, Labor participation? The, thank you. The participation rate was a little softer, which is probably what dropped the... Uh, Mm-hmm. Unemployment rate. Um, I, I think uh, um, what we saw in the market was kind of strange in a way. So the dollar weakened, which makes sense because l- lower interest rates in the U.S. makes the dollar less attractive. Okay, that makes sense to me. <clears throat> the uh, metals had a good day, which makes sense to me. So, uh, although the truth is silver trade a gray gold trades like a wet paper bag, but we'll leave that aside. Any, any victory is a victory, right? Um, the yield curve, the treasury yield curve steepened. So what that means is the short-term rates in this instance were pretty much unchanged, but the long-term rates moved up. And I think that's in response to people thinking the Fed is going to delay the taper to see another sequence of payroll numbers. Yeah. But this is what surprised me a little bit. The stock market went up. It it didn't go up a lot, okay? By the end of the day, it had come back. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason I I was surprised it had gone up is because the, the long end of the treasury market, the 10-year note and the 30-year note, they went down in price up and yield. Now, the stocks should be trading off of those yields, not the two-year note rate, right? Because the stock is a long-duration asset. So that that sort of surprised me. But um, so I guess uh, I will opine on the Fed that this pushed off any legitimate chance of tapering to December or January next year because this number was so bad, right, mm-hmm. that I, they're going to start playing this game of, well, we really need to look at a bunch of averages and we need these kinks to get out of the system and yada, 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 yada. So, um, you know, they're on hold yeah. rate-wise for a very long time. Lower the taper for thing, the taper thing, 
I just don't I just don't see that coming anytime soon. Yeah. Uh for all the reasons we've we've said. And this payroll number gives them cover. So built in. Yeah. They're yeah, they move the target. They they kick it, you know, they kick the can down the road, basically. Yeah. I mean, how many how long have I been saying see you in September, see you in September, we'll judge it in September? Like a broken record months ago. Here we are in September and yeah. we still like what progress has been made. Right. But now you're saying see you in the summer. Oh yeah. Right. But, yeah. but see what? The stock market or, or the Fed or see what? If I, no, my overall judgment, my you know, my if, if I had to form if, if you know, if I was operating on a wait and see, um I mean it's hard to say wait and see talking about the Fed because they've been crystal clear about what they're going to do. You know, we're, we're going to wait. Yeah. We're going to see. <laughs> um, yeah. It, so, but I thought by September there'd be substantial progress. And if that number came out great mm-hmm. today, what yeah. changes? If that number came out great, if there was, if that was a million, then they say, okay, yes. now we're ready in, to in, get. In September, the September meeting, which I, I'm, I don't know. I want to say it's 22nd through 24th, but I don't know. I'm just. Yep. Yep. That sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it's spitting distance if it's not right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. my supposition would have been that at that meeting, they say that starting in December, we cut from 180 to, or what is it, 180 or 120? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. 220, 221. Yeah, 221, whatever, whatever it yeah. is. Um, that they would shave that by like 20% or something. Okay. Like All right, so fine. So they weren't, they weren't going to be hitting the cover off the ball in the best of circumstances. So um, I guess uh, for those that think the stock market is drawing unbelievable strength from the low rates and the ample liquidity, I, I suspect that will continue to support the market. The thing I struggle with, okay, is that at some point these stocks have to generate earnings. And there's a lot of stuff, in particular some of these high-flying, long-only Portfolio managers own a lot of these stocks that have no earnings, and uh, they trade well because people say, "Well, the zero rates are supporting them." I mean, at some point, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you got to earn something. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how to reconcile that, but the truth is, as I said to you, I've given up on which way it's going. I got no street credit, uh, and uh, you know what? I frick, I've been wrong. I mean, it's just, it's. Uh, it's been a disappointment, but hey, you know, when you're me, you you've grown up with this. <laughs> a tale is all this time. <laughs> oh man. It's like it's like uh, that Churchill quote. He was talking about some guy who said he's a modest man and he has mm-hmm. a lot to be modest about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lovely. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um yeah, um, yeah like I, I I really we've been doing it for thirty-three weeks and and every, I mean, it's just all time high after record high. There's got to be people doing the same thing. I am waiting for the dip to buy back in. All right. So if I'm sitting here waiting, like like you said, you you reloaded the winners, and you, and you and you had struggled with that 
mm-hmm. in the past about reloading winners. Okay. Oh so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm, you know, I'm busy. I don't have time to focus on this. So I've been waiting, 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 waiting in my triple leverage cash fund for the dip. It's not coming. And when it does come, there's a million guys like me racing back in to fill that hole. Right. Right. Well, you still have your 13, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. You're taking those to the grave. Oh, hundred percent. See you in, see you in 20 years. Okay. Um, well, that's good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's great. I'm mm-hmm. glad you didn't listen to me. Right. Thank you. Unbelievable. Glad to <laughs> be right. a help. What do you, what do you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Oh, my God. So yeah. we, we have this couple from down the street over for mm-hmm. dinner. Mm-hmm. He's uh, a former professor now, hedge fund guy. Okay. And uh, she's like a fashion kind mm-hmm. of lady. And, okay. And um, uh, she met somebody uh, at her husband's office that apparently used to work with one of my companies. And mm-hmm. she says, uh, now, I don't know if this is vulgar or not, okay? Mm-hmm. But she said, I hear you were a baller. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you tell me what that means? I didn't have time to look it up before the show. Um, you're a big shot. How about, I, I'll, okay. that's the, you're a big shot. Okay. You're a baller. Yeah, okay. you're a baller. Okay. You're a big okay. shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, in my day, that meant something else. I don't want to know what it meant no, to your me day. Neither. Me neither. <laughs> in gonna, 2020, we're... it means you're a big shot. You're okay. all right, so yeah. yeah, when you walk in the room, you turn head. So yeah, you're okay. a baller. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, at BSD, we've we talked about that. I so. see. Okay. Well, uh, that was yes. a long time ago in a galaxy far, mm-hmm. far away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. A- anyway, uh, boots on the ground. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I have some exposure to real estate in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if I'd mention this to you, but, you know, six months, nine months into the COVID, like we were at 80% occupancy and you had to give away your firstborn to sign a, 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 a lease, right? Yep, absolutely. We're 100% full, okay? Yeah. And we're driving rate, ready for this, higher than before the pandemic. Okay. So you had told me you were full and you were getting and you were discussing thinking about you were yeah. talking about talking about driving rate yeah so now you're there already here yeah, yeah wow we're there and i saw today this has actually got me uh, pretty excited apparently there is less condo inventory on the market now than there was uh before the pandemic too yeah i, I believe that delights me because i have some things that uh, mm-hmm. uh might actually be worth something in that case. But, uh, you know, for all the, the talk that New York was dead. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what though. I still, I think about this and I know I'm, I'm a broken record looking at those train stations, but I'm again. And I said, wait until September. I expected. All right. So Monday's Labor Day, Tuesday's Rosh Hashanah, Wednesday. I expected, you know, Mm -hmm. the Coscob station to be packed and that 7.30 platform to have guys going back downtown, I don't think there's anyone on that platform. That, that That's right. So one of these buildings that we have as a rental, we have a parking garage, okay? 110% occupancy. I was going to say. Because yep. everyone's driving to New York. Yep, yep. So I, I think that guys are yeah. going. And, and there's a lot of flex time. So, so middle daughter and youngest daughter are – 
per- professional women, meaning mm-hmm. not. <laughs> well, I, I one, go- just for sake of clarity, one's an accountant, and one's a lawyer. <laughs> They're not real estate brokers. <laughs> Thank you. Phew. Dodged a bullet there. Jeez, um, poor girls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fortunately, they, they, uh, you know, they got their mom's uh, brains and the, their mom's mm-hmm. good looks. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? So they, they both have jobs at very uh, prestigious firms in their, in their line of work. And both of them are like 50% time max in the office. Absolutely. So, you know, I think there's a fair amount of that, mm-hmm. that going on. Uh, what does that know. mean though? Like, what does that mean? Like, you know, cause I, I, I'll tell you when, when I go downtown, I'll tell, I'll tell you my read on it, but I, I've talked, I talked to people that are going in and people that have not been back yet that got emails this past week saying we were supposed to be back on September 3rd. We're going to kick it back until January. So yeah, I just think that's really a fragile situation. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I know well, you're packed, and so you're packed. But you also have to see a lot of storefront vacancy when you walk around downtown, no? Well, I haven't like retail storefront stuff. You know, I, I haven't been in enough mm-hmm. to have a good read. The uh, the missus tells me, like Midtown, that area, Madison mm-hmm. Avenue, which used to be the big high end. Mm-hmm. She said that's there's a lot of dark stores there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Soho's picking up mostly because after all of the um, the lootings. Yep. Was that, I'm sorry, reparation. No, lootings. Um, <laughs> yeah, just put a nickel in me. Um, <laughs> I think the rents dropped enough in Soho that they're getting people back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in that kind of that ritzy part of town now, the NoHo mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. I, yep. I think those stores are, are going gangbusters because it's – the new place NYU's yep. in through there. There's not a lot yep. of vacancy. Uh, okay, but uh, um, I, you know, it's it's tough to say. I I think that uh, you know, it's 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 going to take a while to sort itself out. But you know, it, I just don't see people avoiding Manhattan. No, I don't either. No, I don't either. But I don't see the crowds like the olden, you know, like, like, what do you think by Thanksgiving Day Parade? Do you think they have a Thanksgiving Day Parade by, you know, do you, do you think there's people five deep on the barricades and, and Manhattan's, you know, like no. bumping like that? I don't think so either. No. I mean, I don't I, think that's I, coming. Yeah. So the first question is, will they even be at a parade? I don't no, think I don't so. Know. I bet they go virtual or whatever. Um, no, I just wonder about that. And I wonder about the actual progress being made. I know that, you know, that we've made it through the worst of it, shutting down the economy. And now, you know, we were said, wait for the vaccine. Now the vaccine's here. Now we're going to reopen. Okay. You know, take your masks off this summer. And now we're, wait, 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 wait. You know, now it's okay. We have to, you know, they're going to close down Europe to American travelers again. Um, You know, it's kind of, it's kind of a little bit of a groundhog day. Um, where the stock market numbers seem disconnected from the actual reality down on main street. Um, but you think yeah. that's buoyed by that, by that federal, um, well, that, it's, the, what, what did you just tell me that you got money sitting on the sidelines? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a thing about in the short run, the stock market's a voting machine in the long run, it's a weighing machine. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the thing's getting pushed around like crazy because there's a lot of cash floating around. 
if you look at valuations, which is obviously not something you want to do in a bull market, but the 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 Schiller PE ratio, that's the cyclically adjusted thing. Mm. It's trading at 39. It's only been higher like twice. Once was like 2000 and maybe before the global financial crisis, something like that. Uh, earnings yield is very low. Um, I saw this thing today from one of these research guys that is pretty good. And they said that whenever the real earnings yield goes below 1%, so that the real yield, so it would be the, the earnings yield on a stock, which is the earnings per share divided by the price. Okay, that's the earnings yield. Whatever that is compared to the inflation rate, when it gets below 1%, typically the stocks sell off pretty good. You know, that goes back, you know, 100 years of data. Right. Uh, you know, the, the riskiest words in investing are this time it's different. I know. So, but let's, let's you know, kind of go back to what I keep repeating, which is, you know, I have a bad attitude about the stock market, mm -hmm. okay? And I have a lot of other things that will tend to be okay. So, you know, I'm asset rich. Mm -hmm. I've got a, a, two houses. You know, we own things, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's cars or this or that. So in a environment where the stock market goes up, the price of all assets tend to rise. So, for instance, uh, my friend Leslie, who's a kind of a watch collector, this was the good news, bad news. Several years ago, uh, you know, I, I like to buy watches from time to time. I do. Thank you. Um, so uh, I was at the local jewelry store chatting with the guy, and they had just taken in this Rolex Pepsi watch. Now, what, what that means is it's a Rolex GMT, mm -hmm. and it's got one of those dials that you can spin, the bezel. Okay. Mm -hmm. So half of it's blue and the other the bottom half is red, kind of mm -hmm. like a Pepsi can type thing. I know so the watch. Is, okay. So um, he just took it in on a trade, stainless steel. I think I bought it for like 2500 bucks or something like that. And I stuck it away in the rest of the pile mm -hmm. of stuff I have. Mm -hmm. And a number of years later, uh, a relative came to stay with us for a while and uh, kind of a younger person. And we, we uh, kind of bonded and we were talking about stuff and, and we kind of had a moment and I gave him the watch. Thought it was a, you know, mm -hmm. kind of remember, you know, and sure. so... I don't know, a couple of years later, we had a falling out with that side of the family. So I haven't heard from the mm -hmm, person, mm -hmm. right? And Leslie sends me this thing. That watch is worth 25000 bucks. <laughs> Jesus. Giving it away. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. twenty five grand this past week would have gotten you Al Capone's Patek Philippe. What? What? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. 
his uh his granddaughters or great granddaughters auctioned off uh auctioned off whatever his belongings and uh I read the you know the the inventory and it was a diamond encrusted Patek. Wow. For 25k. I mean this is That seems is, cheap. That seemed cheap to me too. I said is nobody paying attention to this? I think somebody that that and there was like a he had a gun too. So you could you could get his like revolver um or the Patek uh but I thought that yeah, Al's Al's Patek was twenty five k. I thought they were giving oh. that thing away. You, know? you may not be aware of this little factoid, but uh, Cheryl Davis Sachs's great grandmother was the Al Capone's cleaning lady. Yeah, small world, and, Chicago. Huh? And I don't mean like when there were a bunch of dead bodies. Okay, I mean or it like was not, like not like oh 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 oh. I, I think there not, was okay. some story about she was dusting the curtains and above. Like in the valance, there were a bunch of guns, and oh, yeah. she told Mrs. Capone about. And Mrs. <laughs> Capone's like, "Yeah, that's fine. Just, just leave him there." <laughs> so, wow. So uh, the oldest daughter lives in Regina, Canada. Okay, mm -hmm. and it's like an hour, an hour and a half from this town called Moose Jaw, mm -hmm. which uh, mm -hmm. there's just something about that name. It's that great. Just, yeah, I think because the guy, one of the guys from that movie, Slapshot. Hailed from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. I, I was just going to ask if they have a minor league hockey team, like you know. <laughs> so there's a uh, there's an Al Capone museum there. Oh yeah, I'm and, sure. Okay, so uh, random. I guess but okay. at one point Cheryl and the girls went to Moose Jaw or something, and they like they went to the they went to the, uh, the and it's like how was it? It's like oh, it was dull as tears, right? So. So we fly up. We fly up recently to see mm -hmm. Lisa and her husband. And uh, so I said to the pilots, "I'm like, you know, if you're looking for something to do, <laughs> I hear there's a great Capone Museum in Moose Jaw, ah. <laughs> right? So they drive to Moose Jaw, okay? <laughs> and they couldn't Come get on. in. <laughs> so there was a line, and all the You're tickets the were sold. Come on, stop it." Who can make this stuff up? The Al Capone. Uh, uh, exactly. Exactly. And you it's sent like, them to the museum. You're it's the like worst. our I final eight weeks. 50 <laughs> years, our last eight weeks. Then we're taking it on the road. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. So that's just um, Moose Jaw, Canada. Incredible. Um, I, I really. I, I just. <laughs> You can't make just it up. Digging deep, You're yeah. Just digging deep. Maybe we should take a commercial timeout. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. This is where we are. I mean, I said months ago. Um, and I again, I'm going to spend a lot of time this week patting myself on the back. Um, I said, I said months ago, sell in May and go away. It's just the dog days of summer. Um, and here we are trying to get water out of a stone with the stock market. You know, wait, wait uh, but we're higher than it was in May. Yeah, but but we're not. What's happened? What, like. You know what is what has what has happened except ticking away, grinding away, another half percent up, another half percent up, another half percent well, up. Well, yeah, you know, pretty soon you got two and a half percent. What are active managers doing on a daily basis? They're trying to raise more. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like well, right. fees, shoveling fees, it. Yeah, fees. Okay. okay. Well, speaking of you know, so so crazy Kathy, mm -hmm. she's opening another fund, <sighs> and guess what she's going to buy? Tesla. It's, what's 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 under the umbrella of this one? This one's called full transparency. 
oh, you know, she she was the first domino to fall because I see J.P. Morgan's doing one of those, and I believe Goldman Sachs is going to do one of those, and that's in the title of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. None of that's these guys. That's the selling point. Is I don't. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, so how can any company be an ESG company unless uh, it's like wind turbine or something like that? Because an electric car Exxon company. Exxon Mobil is not an ESG company? Uh, well, I, I guess it depends how you define it. Exactly. Yeah. They said Gary Gensler is going to crack down on that stuff, right? Isn't um, was I think not long after our last podcast, he announced that the uh, pay for order flow is yes. uh, on the table. And yep. Yep. And, and Robinhood was down the next day. Yep. Yeah, I think it's come back a fair amount, if not all. But uh, the people I know are there's a lot of squealing going on in terms of like, oh, they'll never be able to do that, and uh, it's not right, and they'll find ways around it, and it's it's just stealing. I don't care what these people say about market liquidity, and so I was I was encouraged by that. Um, Tether still uh, refuses wow. to talk about what they own. And, you know, it's it's a funny thing because people were bitching about Madoff for a long time that something wasn't right, and the the government didn't do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that they're dragging their feet in this instance, uh, I think in this case there's enough handwriting on the wall that if it's a problem – they're culpable. Like the feds sh- are, was it Letitia James? Is mm-hmm. that the woman's yep. name? Yep. New York like, State AG. So yep. she sold everybody out for 18 million bucks. Something what do you like mean? That. Well, they, I hope I have this right. New York State mm-hmm. fined. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. Fine. The fine. Yes. Yes. The dollar amount. Okay. For $18 million. Because they made claims that were false. Yep. AKA they lied. 100%. Okay. Yep. So instead of saying you lied, you're going to jail, they're like, yeah, just give us 18, you know, 18 large 18 and we'll just, million. we'll call it even. Well, you know what? That's, come on. Yeah. Yeah. They're laughing yeah, all just, the way right back to their office to, you know, turn the computer back on. Yeah. Oh my yep. God. Yep. And in the meantime, you know, there was a uh, – the SEC thinks one of these exchanges has committed a $2 billion fraud. Did you see this? No. I look one? at that. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to touch the – I don't want to yep, touch the yep. keyboard. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, everyone's shits and giggles because the guy that stole the $600 million gave it all back. <sighs> yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. Okay. So let's pretend – it's oh, not please. old chestnut here. It's mm-hmm. Russian oligarch, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go find that kid that figured out how to steal the $600 million. I'm going to grab him. The first thing I'm going to do, I'll probably go to jail for this. First thing I do is I'm going to cut his little finger off. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need Before that. we do anything, just right, to right. show him Start serious, there. right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to give him a computer and a keyboard and tell him, get out the treasure map and start digging. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. 
I know. It's you've got to there's but the problem is there's so many guy there's so many banks and institutions in the web now that are yeah, all tangled up in it. So you pull one thread. Right. Well, that's why the tether thing's a big deal. Because if they pull that thread, right, and guys have leverage on stuff. Yeah, but it's it's gonna it's gonna be epic if that happens. I know, and you can read chapter and verse of people explaining, exposing with fact after fact after fact after irrefutable fact, and people and people just shrug. And they're like, oh yeah, Bitcoin, fifty thousand. Here we go. Um, you know, it's it's oh it's amazing. God. You know, yeah, it's. Uh, We've been saying this for thirty. I know. Weeks. I know. <laughs> you know, I, know. I, feel, I feel I feel bad talking about it because it's just so freaking dull. Like I, I'm tired of telling myself about it. But you know, it has all of the iconic characteristics of a massive, you know, screw yeah. job. So you have the sophisticated technology, right? That it's very complicated. You don't need to worry about it, but just know it's really good. Yeah. Right? Yep. And then how about every time something comes up, it gets spun like, oh, that's really good for this. Mm-hmm. Like some guy lost $200 million worth of his Bitcoin. He forgot his, he forgot his password. Oh, that's really good because now there's $200 million less. Yep. Well, yep. out of your him. Yep. Exactly. Okay. And then yeah. someone steals $600 million and gives it back. Oh, that's really good because it shows how honest everybody is. I and know. how transparent. Okay. I know. Let's, yep. let's, I just. I know. I know. Grumpy old man. I saw today, I saw Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Reese Witherspoon. Billionaire. Okay. So you're, okay. I'm so happy you know about this. What is she a billionaire from? A media company? Uh, I, I, Let's call it a media company because it's I, not. I, I believe it's a media company. I, okay. I, I don't. Okay. Let's call it media company. But she sold it, and she is a billionaire with a capital B. You know what she did this afternoon? She came out on Twitter and said, "Just bought my first Ethereum. Let's go." Huh. Okay. So you think she's just sitting around, you know, in Malibu on the deck today, doing a little bit of research on crypto and where she could, you know, do a little asset allocation. She said, I'll go with, I'll go with Ethereum's and and then I'll happen to post it on social media. Do you think that just, you know, it happened organically while she's sitting out watching the Pacific ocean? Because I don't, she's a billionaire. She's not stupid. Okay. So you tell me who says, Hey Reese, I need you to, I need you to plug. All you have to do is plug Ethereum. Huh. Name name your price, okay? How many celebrities have done that? The list is you can get a list of a hundred A list celebrities that have, from Tom Brady. All right, you want to start with Tom Brady? You know who's okay. arguably A-Rod? one of the yeah. A, boom. I don't. Well, let's not even do right. the list because they get, it gets right. even sillier. You know, but you that know, is it breaks my heart to see someone so cynical yet so young, so young. <laughs> really. Where what have we done to this world of, that we have left you? It, Our weekly terrible. sessions have really, you know, darkened my outlook. <laughs> it's FOMO, man. The whole thing. It's but you it's, know what? And I and I kind of it's a different society that we live in now where you can where all information is immediately accessible 
And I think that that really, really magnifies people's FOMO because 20 years ago, all right, so a guy had a great position and whatever it went, you know, he, he made a ton of money. He didn't advertise that on his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. He didn't take a picture in front of his Lamborghini. All right. And he didn't plug whatever he, you know, he bought, but now that we live in a world where it yeah. seems it's so pervasive, um, that you've become numb to it. So when you see laser eyes, Lamborghinis, and all the celebrities plugging it, nobody cares Dude, about you, the you, fine print you hit on the na- tether. You hit, you hit the nail on the head. So there's this book I read a while ago called Everybody Lies. Mm. Okay. Um, and one of the important things to know is – we. And this is true, unfortunately. We we lie more to ourselves than we do to others. Wow. Yeah. So basically, uh, people tell 30 lies every day for a number. Oh, oh I'm sure. And, and um, uh, real estate people tell 100, but that's different. Um, so uh, I, I, I remember thinking about this thing. And so I live in Greenwich. Right. And so it's just living here is just one big Facebook page because everyone's driving around in a Range Rover or Porsche or this or that. But I've been around here long enough to know that the bulk of the people driving these cars, they're they're leased. They borrowed the money. Mm -hmm. They're living above their means. They're just trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. And not the Joneses, Joneses, like the Paul Joneses, like mm-hmm. the guys with real money. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was, it, it's probably three or four years ago that I got off to Facebook. And because I, I read this, this book, uh, the first, the guy's first name is like Jaron something. I may mm-hmm. have tried to get you to read it, but it's like 10 reasons to quit your social media account now. And, uh, I got through like the eighth one mm-hmm. and I walked into this room where we're sitting and I went on Facebook and Instagram and whatever else is. And I just fricking deleted everything because when you start digging through the psychology of what happens, okay, it's nauseating. Mm-hmm. So for instance, the obvious thing is people are posting pictures of them in like the perfect situation. Always. Right. So we have one friend, we'll mention his name, but it's a guy. Mm-hmm. But so what he will do is he gets invited to a lot of stuff. So there have been times he's been on like somebody's yacht and there's a picture of him making out like we were doing this on mm-hmm, you know, Long mm-hmm, Island Sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or he got invited along to a trip, and they the people invited him. Mm-hmm. It's they all treated so this guy wasn't paying at all. But he shows this picture of this house, and it's like, oh, this is the cottage we rented. No, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. we got up early, and the chef was making this. <laughs> anyway, he's just getting dragged along on the coattails. And the best is, you know, like if there's a private plane. Mm-hmm. in the situation you know he's getting a free ride but he's making out like it right so mm-hmm. so the guy's posting that and then other people are seeing it and they're and they may make more money than that guy mm. or whatever but then they're looking at it like oh fuck 
yep. you know, I'm such a loser because I can't, mm-hmm. right? And bingo. And and so you get derivative of that, yeah. and uh, it's just like, yep, this is awful. Yeah, yeah. I don't, so and it's a perfect breeding ground for those. I mean, you, for that, those kind of, I don't, you want to call it a fraud pyramid scheme. Um, what is it? The, well, among the thugs, what's the word I'm looking for? Not the crowd mentality. Um, oh, yeah, the group they, think. Yeah, the group think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once you have all those, once you have that, that cesspool of social media that can really get that to bubble up like that, it just, it, it's just a snowball. And what? Yeah. It doesn't stop until you get new money coming in. Isn't that how this, the scheme works? So there's a, uh, I don't know how I came to this. I think it's because I saw it in the Wall Street Journal. There's a 29-year-old kid. His name is Kevin. And he's got a YouTube channel called Ask Kevin. All right? Mm-hmm. He's got 1.2 million subscribers. And he showed, I think it was the journal. He showed the Wall Street Journal the first three months of this year, he got paid five million bucks because of all the advertising. Now, um, his stuff's way better than ours, is because mm-hmm. like the people can see him, yeah. and then he's got great videos, like those little rocket ships that take off. Yeah, so awesome. So next season we got to have some of that, right? Okay, because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think we can upgrade the sponsors mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, make a couple of buck, bucks more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that point, Trey and mm-hmm. um, Paige and Mike are going to come looking for their their taste. Right. Yep, they want the Vic. Yeah. Yep, I know. Yeah, <sighs> buddy, I I don't know. I'd like to think of something positive, but uh, do you want to uh, do a quick obit on your medals? Because you know, two weeks ago you said that it was uh, you gave them a two week timeline. So, I think it was uh, la- was it last week. I think it was. Oh, last I don't know. Week. Yeah, I think it was last week. So so naturally it starts creeping up. Well, <laughs> it, I still one one more week. Okay. It's, it, but it's they're bubbling. Okay, but, I know. But like I said silver traded really well today. Okay. Okay. Gold. Why? What why? What why is the silver what moves the silver? Can do you have any do you have any it's Reason. like they well they say it's like the poor man's gold. Uh, right. Okay. So I've been getting reports from people in the spot market, meaning the physical silver and the physical mm-hmm. gold. Okay. Yep. I tend to discount these things because I I it's always one way, right? They're always okay. buying. I don't really. Mm-hmm. But apparently, there's been fairly large physical demand for silver and gold. People taking delivery, you know, like like. Um, Gold coins like like this thing. Can you see yep. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially foreigners, like the Germans, apparently are taking huge interesting because they're particularly uh, attuned to inflation with the Weimar experience. Yep. Um, so if that is happening, that's typically go away. Uh, you know, product, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason smaller guys like to buy the silver because they can get it's you know it's 20 yep yep 24 bucks an ounce 24 yeah 24 something an ounce uh it's just bite size right gold is you know five times that six times that whatever it is um 1730 
No. <laughs> 18 something 1830 but uh many have have tried few have succeeded right right remember i'm a baller Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh give me another week on the uh on the medals Okay. okay. All right. All yeah. Right. No, I was paying so, attention. I just snickered on Friday or whatever, you know, yesterday. And I said, geez, here he goes. He's going to get out of it and we'll watch it creep, creep, well, that, creep, up, 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 up. That is certainly likely, but uh, no, no, I've, this is binary. So, okay. All right, buddy. Enjoy another pastis, week. Okay. Thank you. I'll give you a full report next weekend. Look forward to it. So, you All right, take pal. care. Have Thank a good you, one. buddy. Cheers.